Yuma Daf Mem Zayin, today's email comes from Avram Aberbeck. He says, Dear Belly, just want to let you know that I really enjoy watching your Daf Shir. I joined you almost at the beginning of COVID on YouTube, and you're still going strong. Yashukayach. I'm no novice at the Daf either. At the end of the Mayid, I'll be Hashem be completing my fifth cycle. You keep mentioning that from a Kasha start finish, you don't die from a question. I have a Raya, as if it can your start from a Kasha. I have a Raya, they could die from a question. Rashi tells us that each of the shifts they come married a twin sister of one of his brothers. And yet, when they came down to Mitzrayim, there were only 70 souls. So what does Rashi do? He kills off 11 Yiddish Tachter, 11 Yiddish women, girls, daughters, because he has the kasha of what happened to them. Isn't this a perfect proof that is Ken Yoshtarim kasha? And listen to this unbelievable answer he has. The proof has an upshlag. If you were born because of a question, because Rashi had a question, who did the shift they come marry? Then, somebody who was born from a question could die from a question. Your Talmud, Avram, Eberbeck, Yishakayach, beautiful. Yumadaf Memzayin, starting a brand new parak, parak kaf. Talking about the Kayin Gadol. And they give the Kayin Gadol a spoon which is empty from the Lishkas HaKelem and they give him a machta, a shovel full of k'tayres from the Lishkas Beis Aftinas he takes Meloi Chafna with his two hands like this of k'tayres depending on the size of his hand and he, ta- and he takes the k'tayres and he puts it inside the spoon now he has to take both the spoon and the gechalm together because he's not allowed to take two trips but what about taking the shovel full of the coals and putting it on top that's also not good because how is he going to remove it? His hands are full of tires. He doesn't have an extra hand to take off the gacham. He's going to have to use his mouth. That's not something that you do in front of Melech Malchem Lachem. You don't do it in front of a regular king, certainly not in front of Hashem. And what we do is like the Nasim, Kafachas Meleuk Tires. Says the Mishnah, the tires is in his left hand. The gacham and the coals are in the right hand. Ask the Gemara, Yitziva Ba'ara, famous line. You're taking what's important. The Ketaris you put in the left hand, it doesn't make sense. You're taking the ger, the guest, and you're putting him up on top, and the person that lives there, you're putting him on the below. The kids, the Ketaris. Says the Gemara, because the coals are very heavy, so you need the right hand to carry it. Even if it's a Kayan who could carry a lot more, like the Gemara says, there's a bicep with Rabbi Shmuel ben Kimchas, he's a Kayan Gadol, who's able to do Chafino with a four kav. And he said, You know who I am? All the women, Zered Zarduv, Zered Ima, Alalagag. My mother's Zered went up to the, to the roof. In other words, one shot is Kimchas' mother ate Zered, like a certain cereal, when she was pregnant, and therefore he came out so special with huge hands, he's a huge person. Or the Zera, his Zera was the better Zera, and that's why he's a better person. As Darabamel said, But Azraini Chayla Lachama, Ziratani. In other words, you. you you picked me, you chose me, I'm the better one. And because of that, Zerastani, you gave me Kayach. There are a few more stories the Gemara says, on Rabbi Shmuel ben Kimchas. Twice, the Gemara says, two different times, he went out of the base of I am Kippur. One time to speak to an Arab, one time to speak to a certain general, who was in the, in the shock. And when they spoke to him, they spit on him. And the spittle is like a Zav. So they had to remove him from the Kayin Gadol, and his brothers took over. 
The Gemara says, Nimsa Rasa Imam came out that Ayim Kippur, she saw both of, two of her sons being Mishamish as the Kohen Gadol on that day. And they asked her, the Chacham, how is it possible that you have seven sons that all became Kohen Gadol? And she said, it's because the famous line, the walls of my house, even though I'm allowed to go without head covering, but I always covered my hair when it's possible. And they told her that's not the reason many have done that and they didn't have sons that were Kayanim Dal. It's also to make a kli for the size of the Kmitzah, you have to do it with your hand. And the Gemara is Masupik. If you're allowed to make a kli for Khafina, there's no raya from our Mishnah that it says the lush of midasa. In other words, you can make a kli. If you want to make a kli, you can make a kli. Maybe the Pshad in the Mishnah is that you have to make an additional Khafina. Do one in in the beginning and then one in the Kodesh HaKadoshim or the Pshad is that you have to make the exact size as your Chafino not more and not less when the Torah says Meloi Kumtsoi it means that the Kmitsa that you do shouldn't have any coming from any of the sides shouldn't be less shouldn't be less than a Kaimetz shouldn't do just a little bit and grab it has to be a full hand how do you do it? you stick your hand in sideways and grab you close the three fingers. That's how people do it. When it comes to the kmitza on a machvas, which are baked and, and deep fried, marcheshes, that's one of the hardest things of the avoid. It's one of the three things the Gemara mentions as a very difficult avoid. Why? Because you have to take your pinky and cut the very tough dough and do it exact that not more, not less stays within the three fingers, pinky and the thumb. And the two other very difficult things, as we mentioned before, the chafina, to go like this and to drop it into a bowl, into the spoon without dropping anything on the floor, and malika saif, to cut the neck of the bird with your finger. If part of the mincha goes between the fingers, so if it's on the inside of the hand, it has halacha of a kmitz, it's good. If it's on the outside, then it's halacha that it's not. But what about if it's smack in the middle, and the Gemara says that's a suffolk, we're pushing it as a suffolk, and you cannot be makter, whatever was, remains in between the fingers, first because maybe they're the leftovers and if any of the leftover becomes chaser between the kmitz and the aktara, you're not allowed to do the aktara. and if you're going to put it on the mizbech, after you put the whole kmitzah you also can't do that, why? because if indeed it's part of the kmitzah you're not allowed to be makter after you already makter the kmitz so one possibility the Gemara says is you're going to make a tnai. You're going to be maxim say, if it's a kaimet, if it's part of the okay, I'm putting it on the mizbech as a kmitzah. And if not, I'm putting it in as wood, as fuel. According to Chachamim, sorry, according to Chachamim, who say that it's, you're not going to make such a tnai, so you can only use a heavy kayan that has thick fingers and doesn't have any ear space between his fingers. And if so, everybody's going to agree that that's what we have to use, kayhanim that have thicker fingers. The Gemara is misopak. If the chafina is like kmitzah, when it comes to flour stuck between the fingers, the shaila is the Torah says vehevi. He brought it. It's okay. Or no, it says vilakach. You can only bring what you took, and the gemara remains b'teiko. If you did a kmitzah or a chafina with the tips of your fingers, or you went inwards, you scooped it up this way instead of from the side. Or you did chafina, one hand, and in the other hand, the Gemara remains in a suffix, if that's a good chafina, and if these things are good for kmitz and chafina, have a wonderful day.